Talking Birds. Made possible by the generous support of the Bird Watchers General Store. Orleans Cape Cod. Birdwatchersgeneralstore.com. By Birds and Beans Shade Grown Bird Friendly Coffee. Birdsandbeans.com. And by Chimani. Visiting a national park? Let Chimani guide you. Chimani.com. Good morning. Welcome to our show number 650. It's a piece of music called Tanzania, performed there by the Moana Mapinduzi Band. And we'll find out if I've come close to pronouncing that name correctly in just a few minutes. When we welcome right here to our studio a very special guest from Tanzania, renowned wildlife safari guide Joseph Dunguru, along with a couple of old friends, international tour leader David Clapp and recent Tanzania visitor, and amazingly talented photographer and videographer from Migration Productions, Sean Carey. Extra, extra, read all about it. Meanwhile, some of the stories and videos we have for you on our Facebook page this week. Why the fact that vultures have rather vile eating habits, why that fact is a good thing. We'll connect you to the explanation from nationalgeographic.com. Our man Mike O'Connor goes off in search of a scissor-tailed flycatcher and has more of an adventure than he was expecting. If you know Mike, you'd know why this is a, a possibility. And announcing our new Talking Birds Facebook Friends Group, a place to talk about the show, exchange birding tips, and share advice and photos. You can sign up right on our page, and that's some of what we have for you on our Facebook page right now. And what we're hearing there is uh, one of the sounds of our mystery bird. It's a little preview of our mystery bird contest coming up a little bit later in the show. We'll be giving away another fabulous feeder from Joel Yankees and a bonus prize of a five-pound bag of bird food, wild bird food from our friends at Audubon Park. Our mystery bird is a stocky diver. The male is all black with a big orange knob at the base of the bill. The female is kind of a sooty brown with a light face patch. Our bird breeds in northern Canada and Alaska and winters all along the Atlantic, Pacific, and Gulf coasts here in the U.S. And it feeds on mollusks, aquatic invertebrates, and some vegetation. That would be our mystery bird, and that's a preview of our contest, which we'll be conducting here in just a little bit. Meanwhile, we'd like to say hello and thank you to our newest Talking Birds ambassador, and that is Janine Spencer from Tucson, Arizona. Thank you so much, Janine, for becoming an ambassador. She's our fourth ambassador from the Grand Canyon State, and we're really happy about that. But sad to say, we don't yet have a single Talking Birds ambassador from Arizona's next-door neighbor, New Mexico. So if you're a New Mexico listener, please consider this a special invitation for you to join our Talking Birds Ambassadors family. It involves simply handing out some of our inco info cards to your friends and associates at your leisure to spread the word about our show and about birds and conservation. It's easy to do and easy to sign up for. Just click on the contact button at TalkingBirds.com. 
and select the Become an Ambassador option. Still to come on our show today, in addition to talking with our in-studio guests on the subject of wildlife adventures in Tanzania, we'll catch up with our man Mike O'Connor in our Let's Ask Mike segment. Mike will tell us about a surprise November visitor uh, to our suddenly frigid northeast, a yellow-throated warbler at his son Casey's suet feeder. Mike may also offer a preview of the famous Hat Full of Potatoes Day, coming soon to the Birdwatchers General Store on Cape Cod. Also this morning, as we mentioned, our Mystery Bird Contest will furnish a Talking Birds listener with a fabulous feeder from Joel Yankees and a big bag of Audubon Park wild bird food. And up next, it's not Sternus vulgaris's fault that it was introduced to America, North America, back in 1890. It's still a most interesting bird, and it's today's featured feathered friend. Presented by Birdwatching Magazine. For more than a quarter century, Birdwatching has been North America's premier magazine about wild birds and birding. See my own sweet jewel, what I have for my darling. A robin red breast and a starling. Those Elizabethan song lyrics remind us that today's featured feathered friend, the European starling, has been regarded in other eras in a far more favorable light than it is here in 21st century North America. How else to explain why back in 1890, New York businessman Eugene Schieflin released 60 starlings in New York Central Park and then released 40 more a year later. His aim, misguided as it was, was to bring all of the bird species mentioned in the works of Shakespeare to the United States. The rest, as they say, is history. By the middle of the 20th century, the starling had colonized the whole continent, growing from that original 100 birds to a population now estimated at about 200 million. And they're not going away, so we may as well try to appreciate them for what they are attractive and interesting birds whose spring plumage develops as the pale tips of fresh feathers wear off during the winter, leaving a glossy black breeding plumage as a result. Starlings are preyed upon by raptors and have evolved a defense in which they form a tight ball of birds, creating a show as this apparently leaderless ball expands, contracts, and changes shape to elude its attackers. Sibley's Guide to Birds describes the song of the European starling as mainly quiet, with harsh rattling, and overall a mushy, gurgling, hissing chatter with high, sliding whistles, like this. That's the sound of a bird that's infamous for stealing nesting cavities from kestrels, flycatchers, swallows, wrens, and bluebirds. But they're doing what comes naturally, and let's face it, we're helping them. Starlings thrive in places we've created, roosting in our buildings and foraging on our lawns. So if you don't like starlings, don't blame the birds. Blame your fellow humans, especially Mr. Eugene Schieflin. The European starling, Sternus vulgaris. Today's Talking Birds featured feathered friend.
Thanks again for being with us here at our show, number 650. As always, we invite you to visit our website, TalkinBirds.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Special guests in our studio this morning. Joseph Dunguru has been studying and interpreting the wildlife of Tanzania for more than 30 years and leading safaris there for more than 20 years. Before that, he worked in education and tourism for 16 years at the famous Ngorogoro Crater. Good morning, Joseph. Good morning. Great to have you with us, and uh, welcome again to the U.S. I know you've been here before, but it's great to have you with us here Thank you. in Massachusetts. David Clapp, in addition to being a frequent guest here on Talking Birds, served for many years as a Mass Audubon Sanctuary Director and has led eco-tours and birding expeditions all over the planet. He has visited Tanzania more than 30 times and, with Joseph Dunguru, formed Nasera Safaris, about which we'll learn something here very shortly. Good morning, David. Good morning, Ray. Good to be here again. Sean Carey just returned from a trip to Tanzania, led by Joseph and company. He's a brilliant photographer and videographer who leads a team of audiovisual specialists for <coughs> Migration Productions, migrationproductions.com. Good morning, Sean. Good morning, Ray. Great to have you back with us here in the studio as well. So, Joseph, you were born and raised in Tanzania. You've been leading safaris and doing all sorts of things for decades there. You can probably tell us something about what makes Tanzania unique and special. To begin with, maybe I would uh, uh, start this conversation uh, taking you back to the time of our first president, Julius Kambaragi Nyerere, who was a very outstanding uh, conservationist and uh, one of in one of his preachings was to uh, get the people or the Tanzanians value the idea of conservation, mm -hmm. and that is the start of the establishment of all the Tanzanian national parks. Wonderful! What a what a wonderful thing to find out about Tanzania, famous for places like the. The enormous Serengeti region, Ngorogoro Crater, the Olduvai Gorge. Tell us a little bit more about the, the creatures, the animals, the birds we see in Tanzania. Well, you get to Tanzania, of course, you see all the big five. The big five is <laughs> always there. And uh, uh, Tell us the big five. <laughs> uh, <laughs> during, <laughs> during my time, or uh, during my career, Anytime you mention something about the big five, people say, what are the big five? So I always tell them that the big five start with, you know, uh, the lions, I mean the lion, leopard, uh, elephant, rhino, and cape buffalo. And did I mention them all? That's, <laughs> I think that's that was five. <laughs> I was counting, yes. <laughs> you were? Good. And uh, the other question people say or ask would be, how on earth did these five animals get to the point of getting the credit of being known as the, <laughs> the big, big five? <laughs> <laughs> so the answer to that is that these five animals are the ones that the professional hunters always came for in the mm -hmm. continent. 
the Big Five. We have the Big Ten here in the U.S., but you know that because you were at Michigan uh, <laughs> University of Michigan, right? <laughs> Big Ten. You're part of the Big Ten. Well, that's football. That's a whole. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other thing. Thank you, Joseph. Sean, you said that your friend David Clapp here uh, raised your expectations about. Tanzania to a pretty high level, but that your expectations were exceeded, I think. It was beyond belief. You know, uh, I had for many years had conversations with any number of people, including David, about wanting to go to Africa, wanting to go on a photo safari, and finally we kind of put it all together, and, and David introduced us uh, to, uh, to Joseph and his son Gottfried, and we put together this trip for five of us and uh, spent about 13 days in country and saw and photographed everything you'd ever want to photograph <laughs> and then some and the entire experience was spectacular the lodging was incredible the food was incredible the people are incredible uh, it was really a, an experience of a lifetime I'm just curious how many pictures do you think you took while you were there? Uh, it was more than several thousand mm. let me put it that way <laughs> yeah. more than several thousand yes. okay well we've been doing this thing recently I think we did this with David we did it with our friend Nick Lund about his trip to Australia about maybe your five favorite birds that you saw in Tanzania. Yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, in no particular order, and there were lots of favorites. Uh, I, I see Corey Bustard. That sounds like a name of a Hollywood actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a that was a cool one. I have to <laughs> tell you, and we got some really interesting photos. Um, a lilac-breasted roller, that's one that's kind of hard to mm. beat when you get over there, and it's yeah. one of those things, you see photos of it, and then when you see it in, in, in life, you know, in, in front of you in all its glory, it's, uh, it's quite spectacular. Um, Rappel's griffin vulture, I'm a big fan mm. of vultures. Mm-hmm. And uh, boy, that was, that was something else. We had a little encounter with a, with a vulture and a, uh, a golden jackal that was pretty cool that I photographed. And... Um, uh, what else would be on that list? You have the uh, red, yellow barbet. Yeah, the, which is on the cover of the. Uh, oh yeah, of cover the of the Birds of East Africa. Yeah, Prince boy, that's that's something yeah. else to see. They and dig a hole in, like a chipmunk and nest in the hole. Mm. Yeah, that was cool. We we saw them on a, on a couple of locations, and uh, uh, one of the big hornbills that I wanted to see the the ground hornbill, mm-hmm. southern what was what species southern ground? Southern, 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 southern ground. Southern yeah, ground. Uh, which is enormous. I mean, the thing is. It was unbelievable to see it. We saw several species of hornbills, but that was right at the top of the list. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was it was it was cool stuff. Well, David Clapp is uh, is famous for going on trips all over the world and doing it. And it seems like at a moment's notice to us who don't know any better, <laughs> we'll say, David, are you going on a trip soon? Yeah, three o'clock. I'm going to Australia. Now you just came back. I have to tell this little story. You just came back from Namibia last uh, Zambia. Yes, Zambia. Oh, Z- sorry, from Zambia. Yeah. Yesterday, yep. and you went to this great photo sharing event uh, that Sean produced right last from the, night right from, the from the airport. Hadn't even gone home yet <laughs> after returning from yeah. from Zambia. I did inconvenience fine. one of the Audubon sanctuaries by going in and claiming some sort of ancient rights to their bathroom and wash my face and uh, <laughs> change my shirt. But <laughs> that was that. Okay. It's interesting. I, one of the talks I do for travelers is on. The ugly five, the tall five, the best, the fastest five, the slowest five, the smallest five, and this stuff. And of the birds Sean picked, uh, two of them reached the ugly list. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) beauty is in the eye of the beholder. That's right. That's right. There's some showy, wonderful, Mm -hmm. colorful creatures (laughs) in Africa, and Sean picked Rupel's griffin vulture. Yeah. Hmm. 
Well, that's your book, Sean. <laughs> hey, I'm, a, I'm a vulture guy. What can I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, David, now you've uh, connected up and I think co-founded, you can correct me if I'm, I'm not right about that, about uh, Nasera Safaris. Well, no, Godfrey, who runs the office, yeah. uh, has listed me as founder or co-founder, but it's Joseph's idea. And over the years, Joseph and I talked about it, and um, the two of them went off, and we found it a little bit difficult to work together from such a distance. So all the credit goes to Godfrey and Joseph. So. But yes, I was in on the original discussions. Okay, and it's nasarasafaris.com? nasarasafaris.com yeah. will get you to the web website, which will be being rebuilt, not necessarily rebuilt, but redone over the next few months. We'll figure out how we're going to do that. Um, yeah, and it'll, it'll show you some of the things that yeah. can be done if you're interested in a... It's not so much a boutique safari outing, but it, they're typically outings for small groups, specific groups. It's not that we arrange tours from January 1st to January 20th and you mm-hmm. jump on. Mm-hmm. You call up and say, I've got two brothers and their families and and the ten of us want to go on a trip or the four of us want to go on a trip or just my wife and I want to get away and we'll put it together for you. So w- which is what we did for our, our group. Yeah. And was, out mm-hmm. Sean's group yeah. was five photographers and believe me when you have five photographers you want to have five vehicles but we worked it out so that they had two vehicles and they were able to each have sort of a whole seat so they could go left and right and they had plenty of room they didn't bounce each other around but it's, it was designed for the group. com. Uh, definitely worth checking out. And, and be sure to look on our Facebook page for a great photo of Joseph. It's on there. Taken by your friend uh, Scott. Yes, take my, friends, my longtime friend Scott Goring. All right. Well, thank you, Joseph, David, Sean. Thanks for coming on with us. Thank you, Ray. Thank you. Thanks, Ray. NaceraSafaris.com. Up next here, it's our Mystery Bird Contest in just one minute. Did you know that the coffee you drink can help save the birds we love? Tropical forest is disappearing. Big agriculture is replacing family farms with eco-desert sun coffee plantations. You can help by drinking Birds and Beans Coffee, the only brand in the U.S. that uses only shade-grown, organic, fair-trade, certified bird-friendly beans. Great for birds and farmers and for the earth we all share. And now Birds and Beans announces its holiday gift box, perfect for your coffee-loving friends. 12 12-ounce bags of great-tasting Birds and Beans Coffee. Two bags each of wood thrush breakfast roast, American Red Start light roast, Scarlet Tanager French roast, Chestnut Sided Warbler medium roast, Baltimore Oriole French roast decaf, and the newest roast, Kingbird Espresso. All ground and ready to brew or whole bean if you like. And all for $120, a savings of more than $40. Shipping still only $9.50, any volume anywhere in the U.S. This offer ends soon, so order online now at birdsandbeans.com. That's birdsandbeans.com. Our mystery bird contest is sponsored by Audubon Park Wild Bird Food. Look for Audubon Park next time you're buying food for your backyard birds. And in our mystery bird contest, you are eligible as long as you haven't been a winner here on Talking Birds in the past six months. And by the way, if you're not hearing our show live, there's an easy way to do it. Just go online. Easy way to do that is to go to Talking Birds. Dot com and uh, click on the listen button. You can see how to hear our show live online uh, wherever you are. Our phone number, the important part, and we urge you as always to call as soon as possible so we don't run out of time on our Mystery Bird Contest. The number is 781-837-4900. That's 781-837-4900. You can write that down if you like. 781-837-4900. Here's the sound of our mystery bird or hold flock of them. Whole raft of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Our mystery bird is a stocky diver. The male is all black with a big orange knob at the base of the bill. The female kind of a sooty brown with a light face patch. Our bird breeds in northern Canada and Alaska and winters along the Atlantic, Pacific, and Gulf coasts here in the U.S. and feeds on mollusks and aquatic invertebrates and some vegetation. Our prize this morning is a beautiful little feeder. It's the Droll Yankees Cute Feeder. That's the name of it, the Cute Feeder. It's the cutest little chickadee feeder. Great for any type of food. It even lets you manage the size of visiting birds with a height-adjustable dome. You can put sunflower seed or mixed seed or fruit or mealworms in there. And we have a bonus prize this morning. It's a five-pound bag of Audubon Park sunflower hearts and chips. Wild bird food. That's pretty cool because those things, are you, there's no sort of waste or no stuff falling on the ground with that. So that's our prize and our bonus prize, a Droll Yankees feeder and the Audubon Park sunflower hearts and chips. Wild bird food. 781-837-4900 is the number to call for our mystery bird contest. 781-837-4900. Call us as soon as you can with your definitive answer or your guess. Because no correct answer means a drawing will determine our winner. 781-837-4900. Meanwhile, let's ask Mike with our man Mike O'Connor in just one minute. Now a word from our friends at Birdwatching Magazine. For over a quarter century, Birdwatching has been North America's premier magazine about wild birds and birding. Want some tips on backyard birding? Birdwatching Magazine has published a handy booklet that's yours to download for free. The 16-page guide includes practical field-tested answers to your most important questions about the birds in your backyard, from food to birdhouses, from those cute hummingbirds to those troublemaking birds. Go to birdwatchingdaily.com to get your backyard Q&A booklet. More than 100 million wild animals are killed each year illegally. Poaching is a major threat to our country's wildlife. I'm Tom Barry. I'm an actor with a desire to preserve living space for wildlife. The Humane Society Wildlife Land Trust does just that works with private landowners to protect wildlife to preserve natural habitats. To learn more or to work with the Humane Society Wildlife Land Trust, call 800-729-SAVE. That's 800-729-SAVE or visit wildlifelandtrust.org. Thank you. Down to Cape Cod, Massachusetts, where I guess red crossbills are, are heading. And we, I don't know if we've seen any yet, but we'll find out because Mike O'Connor is there with us. For the Birdwatchers General Store, Orleans, Cape Cod. Good morning, Mike. <laughs> Good morning right now. I haven't seen any yet either, but that would be awesome because they eat a lot of bird seed, and that's the kind of bird we want. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. And you can't see our guests either here, but maybe you want to say hello to them. We have Joseph here and uh, Sean and and David. I know you know those last two guys, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and what an interesting thing. Uh, you know, I want to hear more. I, I actually punched up uh, Joseph's website, and that's... Um, it's too bad he's associated with David Clapp, but still, it sounds like a good program. <laughs> yeah, well, he's working on that. Hey, Michael, he's, he's, they're coming down for lunch. We'll swing by the store. You going to be there this afternoon? <laughs> yeah, yeah, bring, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you picking up the tab, David? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh sure. As always. Yeah. As usual. Yeah. As usual. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but crossbills, we're hearing, are, are moving east, and they're, the, we're getting these reports here in Ohio, Central Texas, Missouri, and Kansas overflowing with crossbills. Tim Sparr reported this on on mass bird but you have a bird that we're really not expecting to see in november mike right out out at your uh, suet feeders out there right Right, yeah, or any time of the year in, in Cape Cod, uh, mm. a yellow-throated warbler, which is a kind of—it's not a rare bird at all. It's pretty common in the southeastern part of the United States, but 
uh, this far north, it's a little bit unusual, and for the last couple of days, it's been poking at Casey's sewage feeder, mm. and and it's it's kind of exciting. It's not a people get it's not a common yellow throat or yellow warbler. It's a southern bird. It's a, a kind of a black and white bird. It acts a little bit like a nut hat, but it has a bright yellow throat patch, and um, it's kind of what I talk about, tell people all the time. If you're going to feed birds, kind of have have the feeders where you can see them and appreciate what comes. And, you know, I see feeders way out in the backyard somewhere that nobody pays attention to, and I think uh, they're making a mistake. And in this case, this was right by Casey's window, and you get to see this warbler and take some pictures of it. Wow, Casey, that, that's your son. We have a we have a, the great picture that he took on our uh, on our Facebook page there. Yeah, yeah, he got yeah. Well, <laughs> he's not working too much lately, so he's <laughs> only. <laughs> well, I noticed there doesn't seem to be any suet in the suet feeder. I'd kind of wondered about that. But. Well, the price is kind of high. <laughs> he couldn't yeah. afford it. No, it's in there. We just cropped it out. You know, there's ah, nothing really attractive about a big slab of suet. So uh, I see. I thought it was one of those Pavlovian things where they just get used to seeing the suet. Oh yeah, feeder sure. They come in. We just look for the IOU. Yeah, yeah. Now I got to tell you, David. Class favorite day is coming up next Saturday. Get out your oh. get out your sombrero day. Exactly. <laughs> yes, had, bigger this than is better. why he cut his trip to Africa short so he could be back to this day. <laughs> and this is our annual yeah. free hat full of potatoes day. If you come to our store on, on next Saturday, this the 18th, and and bring a hat, you have to have a hat. We'll load it up as with as many potatoes as your hat can hold for free, no strings attached. I almost thought you said potatoes there. That couldn't have been it, was it? <laughs> potatoes. Potatoes. The theory is right. everybody eats so many potatoes, they don't eat turkeys for Thanksgiving, and we save millions of turkeys every year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hat full of potatoes day. Next Saturday, right? Yeah, next so, Saturday. We open at uh, 917, so get there early if you want to beat David Clapp. Wherever, you, <laughs> wherever right. you are in America, head for Cape Cod next Saturday. It'll be, it'll be warm, won't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you're about 65. 65. We'll okay. see you this afternoon. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Mike O'Connor down there at the famous Birdwatchers General Store on Cape Cod. Meanwhile, we're uh, returning to our mystery bird contest, already in progress, and trying to identify this mystery bird right here. If you don't know what it is, take a guess, because the drawing will determine our winner. Our mystery bird is a stocky diving bird. The male is all black with a big orange knob at the base of the bill. The female is kind of a sooty brown with a light face patch. Our bird breeds in northern Canada and Alaska and winters all along the Atlantic, Pacific, and Gulf coasts here in the U.S. and feeds on mollusks and aquatic invertebrates and some vegetation. Our prize is the Droll Yankee's cute feeder. It will not attract this mystery bird, but will attract uh, chickadees and other small birds to your yard. And that even lets you uh, manage the size of the birds that visit with a height-adjustable dome. It holds sunflower seed or mixed seed or fruit or mealworms. And we have a bonus prize in case you don't have something to put into that feeder. We have a five-pound bag of Audubon Park sunflower hearts and chips. Wild bird food. 781-837-4900 is the number. That's 781 837 Four nine hundred. We haven't cleared a call through here yet, so get your call in here before we run out of time. Oh, we do have. Uh, oh, okay. We have uh, Faith in uh, nearby Pembroke, Massachusetts, on the line with us right now. Good morning, Faith. Good morning, Ray. I just want to let you know I enjoy your show, and I'm one of your ambassadors in Massachusetts. Oh, thank you. Do we uh, let's have an in-studio round of All applause right, for Faith. Go. Yay. Yay. 
Thank you very much, Faith. That is uh, that is lovely. Thank you for being an ambassador. And what do you think our mystery bird is? Is it an American oyster catcher? <gasps> David, David, just kind of yeah, sighed. Get the right oh, colors. I heard the groans. Yeah. <laughs> you got the right colors almost. But a diver, yeah. a diver. Greg Luganus. No, no, not <laughs> Greg Luganus. Um, can I give him one clue? Yeah. It's a duck. Oh, it's a it's duck. It's a duck. Uh-huh. Ah. Okay. Well, Faith, thank you so much for that try. And, and try us again. And thank you so much again for being a Talking Birds ambassador. All right. Thank you. Have a good day. All right. You too. We have Chris in Albion, California, uh-huh. on the line with us. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Matt. Good morning. Say hello to our... Big crew here this hello, morning. Hello, hello. <laughs> hey, where's Albion, California? I'm, th- I'm not uh, sure. In north of San Francisco in Mendocino County. Mendocino oh, County. beautiful north country. Of, yeah, indeed. Yeah, Redwoods and Ocean. And, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. What about our mystery bird then, uh, Chris? What do you think? I think it's a black scoter. Whoa. And the winner is... David said, whoa. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. right. Black scoter is correct. Hey, stay on the line. We'll get your address and send you that uh, feeder and that uh, Audubon Park wild bird food. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Chris. Hey, we are out of time for the show. Joseph, David, Sean, thank you again for being with us. Thank you. Pleasure. Thank you. Don't forget to check out that website, nacerasafaris.com, and we'll see you next week. Here's a quick reminder before we go. Don't forget about the big savings for the holidays on great-tasting Birds and Beans Coffee, the only coffee brand in the U.S. that uses only 100% shade-grown, organic, fair-trade, Smithsonian, bird-friendly certified beans. Help the birds, help family farmers and their workers, and the earth we all share. Buy online at birdsandbeans.com today. Ray Brown's Talking Birds. Made possible by the generous support of the Birdwatchers General Store. Orleans, Cape Cod. Birdwatchersgeneralstore.com. By L.L. Bean. Inspiring you to get outdoors. LLBean.com. By Celestron. Offering binoculars and scopes for birders of all levels. Celestron.com. By Birds and Beans Shade Grown Bird Friendly Coffee. Birdsandbeans.com. And by Chimani. Chimani.com.